love for you is fizzing like soda pop. <laughs> Berserker. Okay. Well the waiting. The waiting. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the crossover that. I, I feel like Clerks is pretty. Is, is that like a universal movie? Clerks? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Like. I don't. I wouldn't. If you had just sang that at me and not said it was from Clerks, then I would be like, You what? would have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, What's that from? Feel like, it has been a minute, you know. I feel like Clerks has all these like weird segments that strangely <laughs> are very memorable, like kind of Yeah. Like the thirty six dicks in a row. <laughs> like just like that that quip. Yeah. A lot of a lot of solid stuff. Welcome back to, to thirty six anime in a row. <laughs> Why do people like anime? A podcast where two the people anime podcast. who don't watch a lot of anime watch a lot of anime and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and this week, uh, well, I don't know. Today, today, uh, John is still recovering. Hopefully, yeah, that's... hopefully the coughs won't be too bad, but there will probably be some coughs this week. It's been like the year of the cough on the podcast. I feel like I know it's just it's just like we can't avoid it. We just can't avoid it. It's just really hard. <laughs> I, I try not to talk while you're coughing, so that way I can edit most of them out. But yep. please send John your well wishes. <laughs> and, I need and, and please pray for me. <laughs> you you somehow have not I'm, caught that it. That I have not do not catch the thing that he has, which has been very uh, very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know what I was thinking about before we started this is like, you know how crazy it is that kids these days, like teenagers can just like have online long distance relationships. I mean, I had a online long distance relationship. But like, a... did you? <laughs> yeah, totally. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like on MySpace? It was uh How did you meet? Is this I guess is what I'm wondering. From the uh the Alisana oh, you, yeah, fan okay. club. Well you were like you were like online. It was like a too it was like some girl in uh I think like Michigan. Something, but you know what I mean, like, yeah. not to give away the movie that about, but like the movie we watched, but just like the idea that, like, it's crazy. if you're dating somebody and you move away, you didn't have like a RuneScape just, boyfriend. Just, no, I mean maybe I had like a guy online thing, but right. like, I would feel like that was more like role playing than mm. than like any sort of reality. Yeah, not that, not so much that people can, I, I but it's like. People you meet in real life for uh, for for our generation, it was like people you meet in real life. You can you can keep in touch with them, right? Yeah. But now you can actually like meet people online, like as a as like a teenager. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess like from an early age, I I saw that as um I knew that was an option just because I think I didn't really see like there was like a possibility of romance in my immediate uh circle of people at right. in high school right so and you know like i so would you, you sought it out elsewhere i mean i was on like forums at a pretty young age and so like i saw um like i was on something awful and like if you if you were engaging in that yeah and like there there's always like weird relationship drama that would happen and stuff and like you know vid- <coughs> videos of 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 kids like doing like like the goon camp meetups of like you know nerds camping in the middle of the fucking woods drinking and stuff. So oh man, yeah, it is like it. It is a. It is definitely a different. Um, Whatever happened to, to catch a predator? That's my other question. You know what I mean? Like that was like such a thing. Like like it was like early online. Like your kids are on the internet talking to predators. I think, I think that guy still has a. He has like a YouTube show now. Oh, has he switched over to YouTube? I think he's. I mean, he's a he's a popular guy. How many he's, years are we giving YouTube? I think it's gonna stick around. I think it's gonna um, it's gonna be like um, my uh, Facebook. No, I think I think it's gonna be like um, like Comcast or like you know like a like a big telecommunications oh, company because it's Google essentially. Got it. And I don't think right, right, Google's right. Google will in stay in danger currently. I guess most of the YouTubers have moved to ticky talky. Yeah, I do think internet relationships seem a lot different now from like the outside looking in. I guess so. In terms of, well, okay, so like, um, 
my first uh, girlfriend I met on AIM, internet girlfriend. You met you met them on AIM. Yeah, this is an an AIM only relationship, right? Okay. Some random chat room, I think, for a yeah. band or something. Never saw what she looked like for like three years. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like assumed, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think like that's maybe the difference where I where it's like you. I feel like maybe people like our age who were in online relationships at that age, like there was, there was some level where like, you know, it, it, it added to like the fantasy of like having an online relationship or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, and then, uh, that, I, I don't know if that happens as much today. Like, I think just because like everyone's got like a fucking phone on their camera, there's no, right. <laughs> there's no excuse not to have a photo of you somewhere. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, whereas like before it was like, oh, I don't have a digital camera, like I can't. I can't upload. I don't have any photos of myself. Yeah. Anyway, now, I, now if you give that excuse, it's it's nuts. It's it's crazy. It's like, how are you communicating with me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just the times we live in. It's, it's, it, I feel like I always see those videos of like like teenagers being like, I'm gonna go meet my boyfriend like for the first time. Yeah. You know, it's like stuff like that. It's like a very. Uh, I guess it's a more common thing. Can I can I give my hot take? Sure. My Why mega not? hot take. I don't think a relationship is real unless two people live together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, sure. I guess so. That's that's but my also, that's like, my mega what? that's my mega hot take. <laughs> that's that's insane. That's when you really know a person. I feel like uh, everything else is just like the trial run. I guess so. The real relationship, I think. Like, there begins. should be a word for like friendship that is now like you're like seeing each other, but you're not in a relationship until you you're living together. Is I that mean, what you're saying? Yeah, I think I think that's like the it's like that's like the do or die. That's commitment. To that live is together. that is the real commitment, you know, because it's <laughs> like when you're not living together, it's like oh, okay, I can you know. Doesn't feel. But it's like there's no there's no uh future like. I feel like that's like the like a next step. But yeah, like you know I mean, you know, when we moved in together, it was like now you got to deal with all my shoes and <laughs> dishes and all that stuff, <laughs> all that garbage that and I every thought that you think of, yeah, being on every, blast every bit. <laughs> oh yeah, that that too of just like like the ambient, like being around each other, like me just like being like, man, what if Godzilla like was was in the Matrix. <laughs> Like what if it? What if it's... You, you're sleeping together, but not just like sleeping together. You're like actually trying to to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're hearing my fucking snoring and, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I have a very specific number of rolls I need to do before I can easily fall asleep. <laughs> anyway, this is besides the point. Uh, this th- today we're talking about words bubble up like soda pop. Uh, a, a name I can literally not remember. Bad title. I don't know what. Yeah, is it? But also. Very good movie. <laughs> this movie was was uh, a sleeper. I feel like I didn't know. I it was it was a full disclosure. We watched it like a while ago. Maybe I think over a month ago. It's been a minute, so it was one of those like, oh my god, we need to record. It was before John got sick, so it was yeah. definitely a while ago. And it was like, oh, we need to record. Let's let's do a movie, and I just picked something. Yeah, because it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix release. but but like something about it piqued my interest and i said let's just watch this was it the the style was it the name i have no idea i I don't remember at this point (laughs) why i picked it was it the vibe there was something about it yeah this (laughs) the the style of this looks like uh chill the whole yeah vibes to study to what is that called yeah, chill, chill music to study uh, to <laughs> yeah chill beats to study chill slash beats. relax to chill beats the whole the whole movie is like you that could, you could just put on some lo-fi <laughs> lo-fi beats and then play the movie and it would be like the same experience it is it is yeah weirdly so where it's like the movie is is a uh, very low stakes no fucking godzilla you know Slice no, uh, of life. It's a boy meets girl. It is. Girl meets boy. It's no, you know, mono five mono. <laughs> sisters living in a whatever. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
kind of like a it's from the it's from the creators of the per- the the person that made uh your lion april which has been kind of on my radar for a little bit generally speaking i kind of know that it's that your lion april is like a a gut punch an emotion an emotional roller coaster yeah. <laughs> so part of me is like okay i got to like prepare for that but like i didn't know going into this movie that it was going to be it was going to wreck me like it did. <laughs> and was it? Boy, did I cry. Yeah. I, think, I cried. I think, That's why we couldn't record I think after the, we watched it. I think the it. count was maybe three times. I cried easily twice. Yeah. Maybe three times. I cried a little bit. Of, uh, I teared up a little bit at the end. I should say I don't really cry. Um, <laughs> John John had a single tear roll down his cheek. I did. <laughs> um, something I, I, I just thought of. Before we really dive in, um, it's interesting that like like straight up romance uh, narrative is alive and well in anime, whereas I feel like it's kind of gone in movies. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think the straight romance stories have sort of taken a, a hit, you know, in like the woke era that we live in. <laughs> Why is that? I think people want to see stories where the main Mm. characters don't fall in love like i feel like when you look at like i don't know like james bond or something i think people were like we need to see female characters that have agency beyond falling in love or you know right it was i think there was like a call to action so so there's not that many being pushed like like, there used to be you know I feel like romance and comedy have both kind of uh, changed. Yeah. Because it's transformed. Yeah, I evolved. think I think it's uh it's hard because it's, you know, I, I feel like the you know, if you go back and, and watch like I don't know, like The Lake House with like Keanu Reeves and uh mm. um Sandra Bullock or, or just like some like random romance movie. I'm sure a lot of it isn't going to, you know, hold up or whatever, but like <laughs> <coughs> I mean, maybe it will. I find it interesting how the genre has just kind of disappeared in some way. But I feel like it's so present in anime. Like, I think the the bigger ones in the last five or so years, it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, your name and, like. Weathering with you. Weathering with, yeah. All, like, I, and, and July I, and April. I think, I think it's that. The, the the anime industry does romance in a more like subtle realistic way <laughs> whereas sometimes uh sometimes american romance gets like a little too over the top or mm-hmm. like or like it it's like what like what was that movie with uh adam driver and the marriage story yeah like it's like very intense feelings you know yeah. whereas this got me and it and yes i did cry like a like a baby but i wouldn't say that there were like really high stakes yeah for sure i also think it's it's um, like it's set in a mall yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's it's incredible i also think it's uh anime i think has the uh it, it it has a little bit of leeway and it can get very um uh naive mm-hmm. and i think it can get away with naivety and i th- in a way that i think like an american americans or, or always like want to complicate things yeah like a like a full length feature i don't think could get away with necessarily but but for, i think like the just the vibe of anime i think you can roll a little better bit better with you know what it is it's uh it's like okay well this story's been done before like a boy and girl meet under uh surprising circumstances and slowly fall in love like right. that's that's that happens all the time so americans are like no we have to put a twist on it we have to we have to change he's a cannibal it in some way yeah yeah he's, i was just <coughs> thinking about that she's a cannibal about, too oh my gosh she's a cannibal yeah. <laughs> Should we see that movie? Uh I don't I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if we're on a plane in the future. Yeah, it's, it looks like a good plane <laughs> watch. Um but it's like it's anime is not afraid to do the same story again with just just like a little different flavor to it. Because 
any animator is going to do it. Like, it's going to look different. Right. And it's probably why, and maybe we'll get into this in a future episode, but, like, I was looking up, like, why are there so many harem animes? <laughs> and it's just, it's just, like, they, they, there's just, like, tons of them, right? Yeah. And it's, like, same formula. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like, say, so, like, there is no sort of, like, hesitancy to make a story that seems familiar already. And I think that's actually this movie's strength is that the characters seem very familiar and uh, complicated and uncomplicated at the same time. Yeah, they don't... um... They don't try and weigh them down with anything that's super weird or unrelatable, I guess. Yeah. Like, so the main character is Cherry, who's a kid that's filling in at the mall for his mom uh, at, like, a senior day center. And he's uh, very into writing haikus. And his kind of main quirk is that he wears headphones all the time, even if he's not listening to music. It just gives him sort of like a filter on the world. Same. Uh, same, honey. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> I wear my it. headphones on a train no matter what. Yeah, no, like, you have so to. It's a great excuse to, to be like, I can't hear you. <laughs> it's a survival technique. <laughs> yes, yes. But he uses it as a sort of like... Uh, barrier. A barrier on the world so that, you know... He can be sort of like, you know, selective in his interactions with people. Basically, he's got kind of like a public speaking fear. So, uh, which is why he likes haikus, which comes up at one point. Right. Where they're like, can you read your haiku? And he's like, haikus are not supposed to be read <laughs> or sp- spoken, rather. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be read. Yeah, it's him interacting with language in a way that is. Something that he can control in that way because the haiku is obviously like a very controlled yeah. string of language. Yeah. And then so his counterpart is Smile, who is a internet streamer and has uh, loving followers that watch her stream. And I guess she just streams cute things that she finds in the world. <laughs> the, uh, the just chatting channel on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. She's just chatting with her fans. And um, she wears a mask at all times because she's got braces. Afraid of COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I guess it wouldn't. I guess like if we had watched this. It's not that this, weird. Yeah. Yeah. If this was pre-pandemic. It, it would be like, oh. But now it's nobody like. Nobody wears masks. But yeah. It's now it's like, okay. But she's, she has braces, but she also has kind of like buck teeth. So uh, she's like very insecure about her teeth. So she just wears a mask and never has to show them. Show her full face, even though she's constantly being. Even though her name is Smile. (laughs) Yeah. And so these these two characters meet under sort of a surprise. They they basically run into each other and at the mall. At the mall, and they. Uh, inadvertently trade phones and thus begins their connection to each other. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One moment that I thought was very cute was when she follows him on the sort of ambiguous social platform. I think it's supposed to be like Twitter. And he's like, (laughs) he's like trying to decide if, if he's going to, either follow her back or like her post i think (laughs) and his family are in the corner like like watching this struggle yeah they're just like peeking through the doorway at him while he like uh because it's it's not in his nature to extend himself in that way yeah because he's shy right doesn't want to talk to people so he's got these feelings for this girl he doesn't. He's. He not go too ex- wild on the gram yet. <laughs> she's expressing interest in him. He's. He's like, do I reciprocate? You know. Right. It's very. Do, it's do very I like, like teen love. On Twitter. What? Do I like all of her posts on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, they connect online, and it's. It's how they start this little friendship that you know. 
gets stronger when they go on a search for a record. Yeah, so he works at like an elderly care facility. Yes. Um, and he hangs out with this guy, Mr. Fujiyama, who is a musician or a DJ. Uh, record store owner. I record think. store owner. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. So it's in the music industry. He's in the music industry. Uh, one of my one of my brothers. <laughs> Brother in arms. Brother in arms of the of the music world. Brother in ears. Um, and he uh, tasks. Cherry and Smile with uh, finding this record he lost. Not even. They just, they, they, uh, he's like senile or something. And he's like, he has the cover for it and it's just missing the. It's missing the, the LP. Yeah. And so he's been sort of low key trying to help him find it. But once uh, Smile gets involved, then it becomes like an after school mission, you know. <laughs> yeah. To to find this record for Mr. Fujiyama. And they go that she streams it on her stream to see if anybody knows and it's like way out of print, very like uh small run. It's revealed that it's Mr. Fujiyama's wife. Yeah. Uh that is the singer. Do you ever do you ever remember uh Sorry, this is so random. Do you ever like just remember memes that you can't find anymore? Sure, yeah. There was like this. There's this one meme that was like a. Uh, I'm gonna totally butcher it, but it was like. <laughs> it was like this. This like this kid who sitting next to like this like guy with like way too many like like fake military patches, and it was like the young guy was just like. Just starting to listen to Steely Dan, and then the the veteran guy was like, uh, shelf full of private label or private press AOR records. Dude, you are you are completely you've completely lost me at this point. Like, Sounds cool though. Well, it's like it's like getting into like yacht rock, ironically, and it's like when people start getting into like Steely Dan, but then being like, oh yeah, I buy I buy like old guys like records that they just made for themselves and their friends <laughs> okay that's all i listen to got it so, <laughs> so mr fujiyama's wife trying to, is trying to find her private label yeah so i, I think the the it's he he as a record store owner pressed the her her record for her right and has since lost the record like the the one that the one that's left and it's like it's like a it's, all he can remember is that it's in this room somewhere basically right and so like the cover is a lot like uh kanye west's yeezus where you know you have like the the cutout of like the record the cd so when you take it out you can't see the disc it's just like the, <laughs> the case yeah i guess so <laughs> it's not too dissimilar <laughs> But it's revealed that like he's searching for the record not just because he like wants to hear it again, but it's wants like to hear he his wants wife. to hear his wife's de- her, his dead wife's voice again. It's like yeah. so. There's this B romance with the 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 older couple that's sort of sort of adds to the emotional depth of this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good um, it's a nice parallel kind of to everything that happens where it's like music lover, a person who uses voice to reach people. Yeah. Um, and then you also have a reason for them to, you know, spend some time hang together. Out. Yeah. And um, they they go to the record store, and his his uh, daughter is closing down the record store because it's time. No one buys Shut records anymore. Nobody buys records unless it's. So they decide to go through every single record to try to find. The, you know, every sleeve to try to find the record, and they they enlist all their friends to come help, and and mom's on board, and because she's like, oh yeah, no, it'd be very cool, <laughs> yeah, to hear this record totally. finally, like this he's been searching for it forever, uh, and it's nowhere. They they don't find it. Then it's revealed, and this is this is what made me cry. It's casually revealed that. Cherry is leaving in a week. He is moving away. And that hit me because if you've ever moved as a kid, 
it can be really <laughs> really hard to to say goodbye and cherry decides not to tell anybody specifically not to tell Cher- to tell yeah. smile moving away was always like a big fear of mine as a kid it i mean it's pretty um it's pretty rough do you actually get used to it or no no you don't yeah no i mean we moved every 3 years as as a kid like every th- 3 or 4 years of my life i was in a new location sometimes less and um yeah so his sort of like you know real this realization that you know he's finally met somebody that he cares about and uh he's not going to be there and then she invites him to the firework festival and and that's how he's like i'm not going to be yeah. here for the firework festival actually i'm not going to be here after the fireworks festival <laughs> right and uh it's, it it becomes very like well why are we even doing this you know like bah <laughs> thought you liked me yeah i thought you liked me like you didn't tell me you were leaving yeah but it's just like i'm not mad at you i'm mad at the situation right but as teens you just you just get mad <laughs> But yeah, cried. I I let one tear creep out because it's it is hard, and it makes me think of like when I was you know like when I was old enough to kind of like even have sort of like vague feelings for the people that I was like surrounded by. Yeah, I remember. I think it was particularly hard when I moved after sixth grade, and oh man, yeah, and I was. I was very like, I really liked my group of friends, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and I had a crush, and I was like, "That's it. I'm just like never gonna see any of these people again." And I really didn't end up seeing any of them again. But it's just like, it's just hard. And then to be thrown back into like the the weeds of not knowing anybody. Of Especially like in, friends. in middle school. <laughs> yeah, like seventh grade. Everyone's kind of, yeah. I think I that was the hardest it. for me because my like formula didn't work very well anymore of like, just go up and say hi to people, <laughs> you know? Right. Like nobody, everybody seemed very uh, cold. And also coming from Europe was hard because everyone thought I was Italian, but I'm not Italian. I just moved there from Italy. Yeah, so every- I just lived in Italy. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, you're, oh, Italy, wow. Do you speak Italian? That's what I got. Yeah. No, I'm just a military kid. Like, military. Yeah. You should have lied, and you should have been like, we. (laughs) We, we. (laughs) Um, I am the exotic (laughs) white girl. (laughs) Yeah, you you should have, yeah. But yeah, it kind of just struck. You should have played a lot of Mario before you went to school. It just struck a chord with me, and yeah, no, I mean, it's... and Cherry just being like packing his room up and slowly realizing. But it's how he he realizes that the record is probably behind some, like some furniture because he finds some stuff behind his furniture. Yeah. Uh, the only thing about this movie that I'm like wondering if there was more to it is like the text was all in Japanese. It and um, I wondered sometimes if like words uh, had like dual meanings or something. Yeah, definitely. Because I think there was some of that. Like, I think there like uh, I think it was called Yamakazura right. is the name of the record, and I think that means kind of like something else, like like um, cherry blossoms like wild cherry blossom trees or something like that yeah (laughs) but then like uh one thing i realized was that um teeth and leaves are interchangeable i think like it's like the same word for for both which comes into play later because like he's writing these poems about leaves (laughs) but he's talking about her teeth i think and that he likes her teeth and uh her little buck teeth and that you know, she, like her quirks are what makes her special and different. <laughs> very, yeah, yeah. Very cute. Backtracking a little bit, you bringing up the scene about um, him packing up. Have you seen that game? I think it's just called Unpacking. No. <laughs> and it's it's like uh, the game. It's like 
I think it's like 2D pixely, and the whole like idea of the game is just you unpacking stuff from your room and putting it like out. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure like it it's like I'll play you the trailer after because it seems like obvious that like there's a lot going on in the sense of like you know moving as like a college student or like as a kid. Right. It looked very interesting. That'll probably make me cry. Yeah, I was like, sounds man. like <laughs> vaguely emotional. <laughs> yeah, we should. Like, we should do. Oh, a... It's just about unpacking, but it's like no, but no, it's not. When you have to pack up everything that you own, and then you have to basically, I mean, you end up throwing away a lot of stuff because it's like, okay, I, I can't bring all of this with me, you know, right? Like these papers, <laughs> and drawings, and you have to Marie Kondo. You have to Marie Kondo that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had a cat. We had to. We couldn't take the cat with us to Europe. Like, like stuff like that. And like, you don't think it's a big deal at the time. You kind of like power through it. You know what else I've been thinking about recently is when I was in high school, uh, my freshman year. I they did these like I was in marching band, right? And so they gave us these like superlatives at the end of the year, like mini awards. Yeah. For like be- most improved and right. like all this stuff. I remember. I got the Push Through the Pain Award. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was called Push Through the Pain Award because I was having a really hard time and like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I got it in, there was like, I don't remember, but I, I remember getting this award and thinking, is that really, a, and recently I've been like, is that like a good thing? <laughs> like that I didn't, I didn't say I was like. In pain. In pain. <laughs> Yeah, that's a strange one. <laughs> that I've, that I've like... Was that like a was that a yearly award or was it like a Dundee whitest sneakers award? You know, like I'm pretty sure that the color guard gave out mini awards to everybody, like everybody oh, okay. got something. But I think this was like the whole marching band awards. Yeah. Like uh you know, like best section, uh I forget what the other ones were. Uh, I got the I got the best writer award in high school. I think. Yeah, but that's like good. Like the, yeah. there's like awards that like make sense, but mine was called the Push Through the Pain Award. Yeah. <laughs> I think about it all the time. I got I got a hundred dollars too. Not not all the time, cool. but lately. Yeah. I'm sure I still have it somewhere. I was uh I was nominated for most unique. In the in the yearbook superlatives, but I lost. Not the most unique. It was fucked. <laughs> Kid who won, he was okay. But was he more unique than you? No. No, I was. I was a one man show on 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 campus. Um, so my biggest pet peeve of this movie, yeah, is that um, so when they they find the record, it's a uh, it's a little warped. <laughs> um. But before before any of any of the uh, attempts to repair happens, smile smile handles it like a fucking maniac, <laughs> just like getting her hands all over the grooves and shit, and just like yeah, she just grabs fucking, it, just like yeah, flinging it around like a I don't know like a frisbee. It's a stressful scene. Her handling. Yeah, record. yeah, no, it's like I and I wonder if it's if it was like intentional. So it's like anyone who has records is like kind of like getting. Yeah, like you can tell that she's gonna break it. Yeah, because it's you like you know what's what's up. Because it's like either either uh, the people making it just have no idea like how to, how records are handled and shit. No, I or, think it was totally purposeful. Right, or they're like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna stress you out a little bit. No, I, you and know then what? It's gonna lead to her breaking the fucking record. You know what I think it was is I think it shows how sort of like eager and young she is. Right, and that, but also like how. Uh, she thinks she knows, but she doesn't know. Like she thinks, she thinks she's handling it fine. She doesn't know that you're supposed to handle records, especially old records, delicately. Yeah. And then it's it's even worse when she realizes that it's not going to play right because it's not flat, and she just presses on it to try to, and it just shatters. Yeah. But like, if you grew up on fucking mp3s you don't <laughs> you know spotify i was gonna say cds but like limewire yeah <laughs> but if if you if you've never like handled a, a record before you wouldn't you wouldn't know i had a moment today where i was like trying to download an album mm-hmm. 
and I couldn't like find how to do it. It was, <laughs> it was concerning because like back in the day, I just it would just be like media fire or on someone's blog spot. The album is a uh, helmet aftertaste. So this is like a major label record. I guess like I don't know if like the thing is like I don't want to buy like a like a DRM piece of shit where like I can't play it in other players and I can only play it in like iTunes. So I didn't buy it in iTunes and I was just like searching. I'm like every every site looks super suspect. And I was just like, where can I fucking like Nobody downloads music anymore? Where can I get like an like an MP three for my uh my project? For my uh my secret project. My ongoing uh yeah, my art. <laughs> I don't, Sorry. Yeah, I don't just, know when the looks of John's giving me is really funny. Oh man. When when Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking over for everybody. <laughs> for when, you losers! <laughs> when I Sorry. when I when I reveal my masterpiece, when I take every award, John's working on something. I'm cooking something up related to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the movie, so the movie culminates with, uh, you know, Cherry is moving away, and he's gonna miss the festival. Smile. I can't remember who finds the record. I think Smile finds the record afterwards. Yeah. I think she finds it at um another unbroken elder. version. Yeah. <clears throat> I think at another elder care facility, but basically they 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 find the record after right. Cherry has left the building and it they know it's the record because they when they find the first one, there's like a print on the back too of like fireworks. And lo and behold, in the senior center, which used to be the record store, of course, uh, is a clock that they somebody at some point turned into turned the record into a clock, and on the backside is the picture of his wife, and they have it. It's been there the whole time. There's no fucking way that would still play. No fucking way, but you know it does. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It's anime. It's been perfectly preserved as a clock. As a clock. They used the backside because it had the fireworks from the festival on it. Zyborn clock. And then they're like, "Oh God, you guys, we gotta play the, we gotta play the song." Yeah. At the festival, whatever we've been doing to prepare, forget it. We're just gonna, we're just gonna botch it. Play the song, and the song is beautiful. Yeah, it was it was good. And uh, it it starts like a. She, she leaves a message for. The haiku loving boy, Cherry, on the highway, <laughs> for him to come to the festival for some reason. Yeah, and that's how they they get him there. And then he he jumps out of the car, basically. Yeah, it's like fuck you, mom and dad. It's a beautiful like, no, wait. Yeah, I have to go profess my love, which he does. Yeah, gets to the and festival. The only way he knows how. Bunch of haikus. He just screams haikus from the from the rooftops from the, from the stage. For they have like a big stage, and he like kind of pushes his way up there, and, and it's really moving. Yeah, we actually, we actually watched it again, and I almost cried. I again. did, yeah, I did too. It's a very, uh, it's, it is a very emotional scene. It is, it the is. The voice perfect. actor is is great. And On then, point. And then just the the, I mean, just like got like teen guy reading his poetry. What more do you need? It's kind of it's kind of like very sweet. <laughs> it's very relatable. Yeah. And every he, every kid course, has wanted to do that. Yeah. And of course his poetry is about how he likes her teeth, basically. <laughs> the one thing she's super insecure about. Yeah. Ah, it's very sweet. <laughs> Don't cry. I'm good. <laughs> and then the and then the film ends. Roll credits. Roll credits. Perfect. There's also like a little flashback with uh, Mr. Fujiyama and his wife. That was also very sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, old love and new love. Well, where do you need, you know? <laughs> it's, so, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. Second I, best uh, romance I've seen this year. I can't recommend it more. I thought it was really good. I would watch it again. Very sweet. <laughs> and it looks, it doesn't look like that from first glance. Um, it And uh, the title is not great, but I don't My know. My love for you is fizzing pop berserker. words words bubble up like soda pop 
which he ends up, you know, yelling from the rooftop. In, uh, he yells, his, would you like it's to... It's part of his poetry. Making... Sorry, I'll... Do you have to, do you have to write haikus in school? You remember uh, that? We did sonnets. You didn't ever uh, have to maybe, make haikus yeah, I think we did, as, yeah. like, middle schoolers or something? Yeah, we had to do haikus. Um, we definitely... Uh, yeah, our, our, my English teacher is pretty cool about, you know, all the different forms of poetry and prose and stuff do you remember in avatar the last airbender when uh sokka goes and does a haiku rap battle oh yeah <laughs> hey listen to our last episode about avatar the last airbender yeah we, which we totally failed to mention that they're like remaking it in as like a live action series yeah i, I was not aware i i didn't know either I, I, i'm not i'm not up fact. to date on the nickelodeon it's when I was looking at the, like, I when I post on Instagram, I was, like, scrolling through, and it was, like, this actor confirmed to play the, you know, whatever. I'm assuming Uncle it's... Uncle Iroh. I'm assuming it's not a bunch of, like, crackers this time. No. No. I, <laughs> I think they've learned their lesson, but you know I'm going to watch it. I'm interested. I feel like... <laughs> I'm sure they, they know better. It's, like... I feel like I'm, I'm sort of in the mindset, and I feel like I've been, like, tricked by... Um, the media machine to be like, Hey, this can't be bad. <laughs> like there's so much, there's so much stuff out there. There's so much like good. Everyone's watching good media. How can something be bad? And then you get the fucking resident evil Netflix show. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, you're like, Holy you, shit. You gotta trust your instincts with, with that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have to continue watching a thing that you know is not, enjoyable for you <laughs> listen to your brain <laughs> yeah unless then, you unless know, you're doing an anime podcast and your partner picks uh <laughs> harem anime in which case you gotta you, <laughs> you know gotta, you gotta, gotta endure watching. you gotta Open endure your eyes yeah in your ears in your mind <laughs> yeah so i think i think that's it what uh, else you, i mean do you have any final thoughts uh why do people like words bubble up like soda pop? It's fun. I mean, it's it's uh it's solid. I feel like we say that all the time. <laughs> it's it's not a very like, as the answer. It's not I, a very. I feel a, like that is all like uh, well, it was fun. <laughs> it's a bad. It's a bad kind of cop out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> listen, it's a very uh, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia in the show. I would say right with with the, the Mr. Fujiyama storyline and stuff like that, and you're, you know hanging out with a girl at night at the Ooh. record store yeah you know feelings like that where it's like these like kind of little moments that your are your first uh, crush your first crush yeah that's what it is because like Cause uh, yeah they, i don't think they necessarily end up together the but she, yeah you don't doesn't we don't need to know they maybe they stay in touch you know that's why i was thinking at the beginning of the show about like do they stay in touch online like <laughs> oh that's that's where I, yeah because yeah. i was like yeah, I guess they do. Is it related? I don't know. Right. Yeah, they're they're on fucking. They're like, we'll stay in touch with MySpace. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're on a fucking WhatsApp or whatever. Their relationship status is it's complicated. Playing fucking Final Fantasy. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I miss like I I feel like it's uh, complicated. I feel like 2006 to like 2009 Facebook is like prime for Wild nostalgia. West. When when all of your statuses were. julia is is. yeah (laughs) thinking about not okay (laughs) is thinking about how she can't believe what happened yeah (laughs) yeah you're like adapting like the the aol instant messenger like a ways statuses to like yes facebook is wishing more people would hear this new song (laughs) (laughs) is wondering why everyone is mad at him yeah 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 (laughs) We got to bring that back. We got to bring back. Uh, <laughs> Do yeah. we? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that uh, should stay stay in the past. Stay in the drafts, <laughs> as they say. No, that's that's a different. Um, Did you ever hang out at the mall? Yeah, we would. Um, Were you a mall rat? My best friend and I, after school, we would go. We'd go to the mall downtown. To get, I think I, I might have talked about this before, but like the hot topic there, mm-hmm. it was like we had like a good um, circuit where it was like we'd go to the mall. Give me the circuit. So the mall, it would be the hot topic, Got um, it. 
Then we go up to the borders or whatever the bookstore was, uh, loop back down and then go to Rasputin Records, which was a couple blocks away. And they had like, uh, you could only go up via like an elevator. So they had like an employee in it at all times, <laughs> which was funny. Nice. So like you could only go up every floor if you got on the elevator, which was like kind of a pain, but um, <laughs> they had some good stuff. And then we'd usually go to Blondie's, which was like a, a slice shop in San Francisco, which is kind of rare for the time. Nice. Um, if I was uh, on my own mall rat trips, I would go to Stonestown, which is mm. closer to my house. So I would take the, the bus, which would let me off at the back. And um, back in the day when Circuit City was a thing. Ooh. So it was like Circuit City on the on the okay, so you get Hit to the, the Circuit City. So you get to the mall, you're on the rear of the mall, you're looking at it. To your left, the the far most left anchors of the store are of the of the mall are Circuit City on the bottom floor mm-hmm. and then a Tower Records up top. So I would go, you know, I'd start at the Circuit City, go up in the Tower Records, mm-hmm. go into the Macy's, which was the right. adjoining one. Um Get off of the second floor, right outside the second floor is the GameStop. Hit that. Yeah. Van store across for across the way. Nice. Maybe yeah. stop in the food court, which was like the midpoint. Right. Hit the hot topic, naturally. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. Um and then just in case. <laughs> go down the escalator, uh, hit the Nordstrom. Uh go just just like look at the affliction stuff that they had. <laughs> Wistfully, because it was like $45 for a shirt, which seemed insane insane back then. Um, exit through the gift shop, the McDonald's tunnel oh, okay. into the into the borders, close it out there and then take the bus back. It is shocking how much you remember about your trek, because for me, um, as you I were saying that, days. as you were saying that, I was like, I'm sure we I also had a very similar trek of like hit this, hit that. But like. Do I remember it in any sort of sense of detail? No. <laughs> uh, I know for a fact that I would add, I definitely hit the hot topic. The Spencer's was right next to it, so would hit that too. Um, there was no Spencer's at, at Stonestown. They, they put them, they put them like right next to each other, or it might have been in the corner. Can't remember. Uh, old Springfield Mall, which got you know what it is is Springfield Mall was. Uh, Bop, it was like the spot to go when I was in high school, but it it slowly all the stores started closing, and then there was like a butt stabber event. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me. I was like, oh, there's like people are getting butt stabbed at Springfield <coughs> Mall, and then they completely renovated it. It's like completely different now. But I remember stopping at Hot Topic, Spencer's, Claire's. I would throw in there. Okay, always stopped at Claire's. Yeah, uh, got my ears pierced at Claire's. Nice. My cartilage pierced. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, did the person who did it know what they were doing? No, I would say it never healed quite right. Yeah. Um, but that's what we did. Uh, Sakura, Japan, very oh, yeah. important stop. Your mall has like the most fucked up record store in in America. <laughs> no, well that, that that wasn't there. Right. When I was, <laughs> it was such like a, a trashy mall before it got completely renovated into like the open air market it is now. <laughs> Every time we go back and we we wander in there, I f- like I I uh, I feel myself like having to like hold back, going full werewolf of being like, "Where the fuck is this fifty dollars? What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> just like snapping it right just, in front just of just fucking them. freaking out. Like you guys are assholes. <laughs> yeah, this is a single LP for sixty dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, I can with buy your, this online <laughs> with your fucking GameStop PS2 discount bin retro games masquerading as like a it's cool sad. shop. But I, I don't I don't know how long that shop is gonna last, you know, with the it's way it is. It's somehow still there. I mean well, I, it, I feel like it's it's like sucker central or something where like Maybe it's somebody's passion project. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I, 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 I really I feel myself like almost losing my, my mind every time we It's fake cool. Well it's like it's like an it's like an asshole's record store. Like everything's like wildly out of value. Everything's like way too expensive for like what it is you know it's like all all the used stuff is just like uh buying records is such a strange experience now yeah because it's like the reap the repressing 
like the the there's like record um there's nostalgia buyers you know like i want to be like have my record player and my my records but i never play any of them and it's like more of like a token of i'm cool or something rather than like an act there's like the the token i'm coolness of it and then there's a little like I actually buy these from the band and right. I listen to them and I'm like a I'm like a middle point. Like I, I, I view it as just like merchandise. Yeah, I think you used to like I feel like you have old records from when you would just buy, like go to a show and buy right. the record. But then now it's like accumulated. Well, it's hard <laughs> just because like I think, you know, it's it's like um but you're not you're not buying like a slow dive album off Amazon.com or something. No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, um, streaming has made it very taxing in some way. Mm. Like you really have to be like, oh, I love the I love the crackles. I love like the the little pops of like the record player, which I can I can kind of take her get like take her to relieve it most of the time. Yeah, and it's I think like, part part of it is our record player here is not as good as like the record player you have at home. <laughs> oh no, this record player is way better. Yeah. This is a really good record player. The record player here? Yeah. Well, then it's our speakers or something because it doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, we'll we're, get, we're getting we'll, caught we'll, in the we'll weeds. See, we'll see what we can do after this. We're, oh, it's because it's, it's the, the belt is like, it's kind of a pain in the ass to set all the time. That's yes, what it is. Yeah, no, but but we're getting way caught in the weeds. But uh, People thank like, you so much for listening. <laughs> words bubble up like soda pop. Would recommend. Definitely words are recommend. bubbling up like big coughs yeah john john's bubbling something else up so uh thank you so much for listening and if you'd like to support us uh then you can go to spotify and give us a five-star review rating if you want to be nice Not... merry christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you can follow us on instagram at why do people like anime and you Shoot can let us, us know like what why you do thought people like anime at gmail.com uh coming up soon hopefully <laughs> i get over this fucking cough <laughs> what yeah what what did, what did you, you just spoke? You just talked over me. I did. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You were delivering information the same way I was delivering information. We're done. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sick. You can email I get, us. I, get, I deserve leeway. At why people like anime at gmail. I already said that. I know, but you said it <laughs> while I was doing the Instagram. Well, you, it was like I was. I thought that you would have picked up on the, <laughs> okay, the easy. rhythm of easy you there. saying the Instagram, me saying the email. Okay. I was just I was trying to go for a little back and forth, a little interactivity. <laughs> um what else? I don't know. Is what what other anime is about like record buying? Not about being in a band, but like collecting records. Mm, I don't know. Tell us. <laughs> email us at why do people <laughs> like anime at gmail.com. <laughs> In that Follow moment, you were looking at, at me, but you were talking like to the viewer. Oh, man. The listener. Um, hey. Next week. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and, and goodbye. More anime.